0: And welcome to Chapter Brothers. My name is Nick Ackerman, and my name is Kevin Ackerman. All right, and today we are going to continue on with the drawing of the three. We are in the, the uh, end of the contact and landing, um, which is within still the prisoner who we know to be Eddie Dean, obviously at this point. And uh, we have had a lot of action. Uh, but before we get back to the action, Kevin, it is time for the Stephen King trivia. Dun da da da. Okay, so as I, as I was saying, uh, the past couple weeks, nineteen eighty-one was a big year for Stephen King. Indeed. Um three things were released that year. Um what was it, Roadwork and Dance Macabre, right? Yeah, I think so. Those, we, mentioned, we were, were talking about two? Dance Macabre last time, yeah. Was it Roadwork or was it was another Bachman? Uh I think
1: we talked briefly about road work, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um so anyway, this next one was a Stephen King novel. Came out um, in 1981. Do you know the next uh, novel on the list? Let's see. I want to say...
1: I feel like I we've got to be coming up on Christine at some point, but I think it's still too early for that. We did Firestarter already. Uh, yeah. You're close. Um uh, Let's see. <laughs> Firestarter, Christine. Um, I'm going to say
0: for 1981. Ooh, is it The Talisman? No. Uh, this one was made into a film um, the very next year.
1: Made into a film the very next year. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say it is...
0: Oh, I don't know. What is it? Uh, it's about a dog. Oh, Cujo (laughs) Cujo. Yes. There he is. Uh, (laughs) so, um, I was reading in just an interview about Stephen King talking about Cujo and he said, um, I think there's a famous quote that he doesn't even remember writing it.
1: Yep. He was deep into alcoholism and drug
0: use at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a pretty wild premise. Um, just a terrifying moment he said it was inspired by a trip that he took to a mechanics and a saint bernard almost uh, bit him and just thought of a whole um look about that yeah absolutely um okay. do you know any of the characters names in cujo
1: not their names no. Well,
0: obviously uh well first of all what type of uh, dog is cujo is he a saint bernard he's a saint bernard which if there was one that was rabid, that would be trouble. Bernards oh, yeah. are very strong. And very vicious. Well, they, not even
1: a vicious type of dog, but are very no, physically yeah. strong,
0: yeah. Uh-huh. I have a pit bull. His name's Gary. He's very good. And before that I had another pit bull, Nala, and they were both, you know, very kind animals, you know, but they were capable a lot. So, very <laughs> I would moral. not like to see yeah. them if they're a rabbit. Uh, do you know how Cujo became, how he got rabies? Rabies? Rabies. <laughs> uh, I, how did he get the rabbis to, did he to get go the to rabbis? the local synagogue? <laughs> uh, and then they
1: blessed him. Uh, no, I was, uh, let's see. Uh, from the book, I'm pretty sure that there was like some sort of a cave that he got bit by uh, a bat. And then for some yep. reason also, it was like a. Like some sort of like a dark spirit or something was involved as well uh but yeah i definitely was, remember that there was a bat yeah
0: he was following a rabbit apparently oh. and then down a hole mm-hmm. so wonder if that was some sort of lewis carroll uh reference Could Alice be. in wonderland dog followed a rabbit and hmm. got rabies instead
1: <laughs> it's true we um, all go a little mad down here
0: how many uh Okay, I don't, I don't want to give away any spoilers, because I just read, like, the plot of it, really. Uh, but do you know, you don't know any of the characters' names?
1: I don't know their names. I know there's a mother, and it's either a little girl or a little boy, and they're yeah, stuck in a car.
0: Boy. little yeah. boy. Yeah, stuck in a car, that's hot. Yeah. The dog outside, barking at you. Have you ever yeah. been bitten by a dog, Kevin? I don't think so.
1: Well, mm, I mean, like nipped at for sure and like you know when i've been trying to like separate two dogs that are fighting i've been a little bit bit but you know not like yeah. you know bit ferociously now
0: right i think we've talked about this i also got, i got bit by gary but it was breaking up a fight so yeah not a big deal but it sucked <laughs> and oh gosh oh, yeah so that's definitely terrifying um to be stuck in a car <sighs> A rabid dog right outside uh the last name of the family is the capital of new jersey cool. uh trenton trenton yeah donna and vic trenton are the parents and tad is the son tad interesting um, and uh the people who own cujo their last names are the cambers joe and charity camber and their son brett hmm. actually Cujo is brett's dog he Interesting, hmm. but yeah, there's a whole story that comes after that. It's Cujo, and they made a film out of it. I wonder who's in the movie. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, actually, I do know the the mother is the mom from E. T. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the only
0: <laughs> she's, she's actress that I know of that movie. Yeah. She's good at playing scared. Hmm. Uh, D. Wallace is that her name? D. Wallace. Uh, oh my gosh you know you know who else is in it who <laughs> uh danny pintaro does that name ring a bell at all vaguely yeah <laughs> pretty sure he was jonathan from who's the boss oh was he oh yeah that makes <laughs> yeah. sense <laughs> he's tad Trenton. um so so one thing that i did read is that the ending of the movie and the ending of the book are different mm. yeah
1: uh yeah. That's all I'll say. It's true. That we we don't <laughs> want to spoil it even even more than that. But just, you know, if you've seen one, the the other one is different. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, check them both out. Uh so anyway, that is Cujo and that was the year of 1981 for Stephen King. Great job. Uh Indeed. when was Cujo was released in August. Uh in September 8th of 1981 is uh, Cujo. So, like I said, Roadwork by Bachman, Dance Macabre. I think that was in April, and then um, Cujo in September. So how about that? Stephen there you McCain, go. That's a hell of a year pumping them out in 1981. True. <laughs> well, and
1: if we have the story of Cujo as anything to go by, he definitely was writing uh, a little bit, uh, a little bit, mm, you know, out of it, and uh, you know, going through his own uh, phases of addiction and. Maybe, uh-huh. uh, I mean, I don't, I don't want to overly assume, but I pr- I think I remember that uh, there was some, he had used cocaine for a while, so maybe the that was uh, partially, uh, you know, a factor in the speed at which he was cranking out books. But yeah. hey, I, I might I, be wrong, maybe, and maybe. as always, we are often wrong, so please let us know when we're wrong
0: oh yeah we did mention that last time we, yeah. if we ever get any you know fans or anything who talk to our Facebook I'm sure they'll be like this is wrong that is wrong and we'll mention you on yes. the next show it's called Corrections which there are many oh, which. We, and we always
1: want to be held accountable I am always constantly fact checking myself sometimes live on the air well not live you know uh, sometimes uh, as we record
0: mm-hmm. absolutely we're only as good as the internet you know also true i i I like when we just go off the cuff though because then it's like oh this is the thing i think i might know but maybe i don't (laughs) exactly whatevs whatevs Uh, so moving right along indeed we left in a very uh much of a cliffhanger last week at the end of section 13 oh yeah there is um contact and landing yep there's too much tape and not enough time (laughs) yeah can't get the shit off yep not the shirt off that shirt this was shirt, fine shirt came right off but it was just the tape
1: <laughs> uh, just bounding around his chest yeah <laughs>
0: well, we'll nah, anyway we'll talk about the shirt later because that's a whole disaster mm. but <laughs> do, would you like to read kevin sure
1: uh well i'm not going to start right from the top because we have a little bit of a conversation between the pilot and the co-pilot and uh all right well so then I'll i would like start. to mention
0: I would like uh, to mention, then, their names because we, we get two new characters. I, I've been trying to keep a track of, like, as we go on, I, I want to keep, like, a running tally of, like, this is a new character with a name who gets lines and stuff. And, hmm. um, so uh, there's three new characters here. The pilot, the co-pilot, and the navigator. The co-pilot is Deer. The pilot is Captain McDonald. And the navigator doesn't get a name. True, yeah, he's just he's referred called- to as the navigator, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he sounds like a smart ass uh, hmm. seems like he what was the, the line in here um, uh, McDonald yells to him to turn off the water he said already have and the, the navigator who had also tooted more than his his flute on occasion said true yeah I was, I was going to say the, the co-pilot to- apparently
1: uh, had used cocaine on more than a few occasions said if he's carrying <laughs> he's carrying heavy he can't get rid of it
0: so, <laughs> so the Navigator's really, probably been a mule before. He's like, oh,
1: I know what he's trying to do. <laughs> well, I don't know about mule, but definitely he's, you know, purchased and ingested cocaine at the very least. Yeah. Uh, other but, other yeah. people
0: have tried to do this on planes before. So they're, they're hip to the, uh, the, the things that are happening. And even if they flush it, you know. Uh, so something I did really want to quickly mention is their names, Deer and McDonald. Um, who end up pounding on the door in a minute and it's like two big businesses pounding on the door of like a small businessman who's mm-hmm. trying to bring cocaine across the border. Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he was trying to make some sort of a, like societal um, comparison there, but like Deere is like John Deere and McDonald's is you know, both sure, big the, conglomerates the and stuff. I No i don't know i think that's a stretch
1: (laughs) a little bit of a stretch a little bit of a stretch i mean i definitely saw where you were going with deer and mcdonald but then i feel like the metaphor got a little little lost halfway through
0: (laughs) yeah the flight got uh, a little off track yeah as usual (laughs) you know what i meant so anyway i know (laughs) keep that in mind john deer and
1: yeah, basically, time. like the idea is that we've got this sort of power struggle between the captain, the well, the pilot, the co-pilot, the navigator, and then the flight attendants seem to be a tier below the three of them. Like uh at first they're talking they're arguing like captain just wants to bear, bang the door down and the other two guys are basically saying like you're scaring the other cost uh, the other uh, the passengers here. Let's let's take it easy the other, here. The other geese, right? Exactly. Geese. They refer to them as the geese, yeah. <laughs> Getting the goose off the plate, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, um let's so
0: see. It seems oh, like no. they all want to Okay, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to
1: say, um, so yeah, the as we said, the navigator, like, what's his name? Um, the co-pilot said, if he's carrying heavy, if he's carrying, he's carrying heavy, so we won't be able to just flush it down the toilet. And the navigator's like, yeah, even if he does manage to flush it, they'll be able to draw off a sample and they'll be able to, mm-hmm. you know, figure it out. And the pilot is just kind of starting to lose it. Um, let's see. You can always say someone came in before him and dumped it, McDonald replied. His voice was gaining a raw edge. He didn't, he didn't want to be talking about this. He wanted to be doing something about it. Even though he was acutely aware that the geese were still filing out, many looking with more than ordinary curiosity at the flight deck crew and stewardesses gathered around the bathroom door. For their part, the crew was acutely aware that an act that was, well, overly overt could provoke the terrorist boogeyman that now lurked in the back of every air traveler's mind. McDonald knew that his navigator and flight engineer were right. He knew that the stuff was apt to be in plastic bags with the Skys Falls prints on them. And yet he felt Mm -hmm. alarm bells going off in his mind. Something was not right about this. Something inside of him kept screaming, fast one, fast one, as if the fellow from 3A was a riverboat gambler with palmed aces. He was all ready to play. So this captain, like, his own, like, sort of, like, sixth sense of, sixth sense is going off. And he's, like, thinking to himself, something's not right about this. I just got to get in that bathroom as fast as I can.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. He's pulling a fast one on me here. Hmm. What's this guy doing? What's he pulling in there? Exactly. Yeah, Scuzzball. And uh, then, i mean do you think yeah. that's actually true that you could find cocaine if it sure. was, it, 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 if there was mean, still remnants of it like in the water it wouldn't dissolve no sure i feel like you could definitely just
1: distill off the water and then you would be left with whatever powder was left over like sort of adulterating it so that's i feel true. like yeah you could definitely drain <laughs> off the water and be left with even if there was any remnants of cocaine in the the bathroom they could be able to pin it on uh, eddie
0: Yeah, how much water do they actually use i thought it was just some sort of suction thing in planes usually i think there's like got to be a tank of something right
1: yeah and i think it's one of those things where it's like this like sort of blue fluid that kind of uh freezes in the plane but then they kind of like drain all of the fluids out once the plane lands again
0: what if somebody else had done coke and it was in their pee you know now you're I don't, wow. I don't know if this would stand up in court. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm I'm thinking that if he's trying to flush, you know, kilos and kilos of cocaine, then definitely <laughs> it, would it, would yeah, it would be obvious. It would be obvious that the, the guy who got off of the plane after being forced out of the bathroom is probably the one who uh, was hmm. getting rid of it. Yeah, okay.
0: the fingerprints. On the yeah, fingerprints on
1: the bags the bags themselves would be have to be flushed down the toilets there would be there would be a chain of evidence for sure um so then after okay, this so we've got at this point uh, yeah go
0: ahead
1: after this we've got we go back to our old friend uh, jane dorning uh the flight attendant and her friend susie the two of them are trying to like stay involved in this situation my, I'm sorry, my cats are running around like crazy I don't know why Catastrophe, um, oh no Exactly, uh, it's been a day of cat disasters uh, Nick had to deal with something Cat related really before we did oh, yeah. And now uh, I've got my kid, own cats Running back and forth
0: Cat knocked over a vase of flowers It was just water and glass everywhere It was But we cleaned it up Handy. Crazy George, Handy. he's a little nuts Anyway, uh, actually I was Cats like, when I was the talking, when you least want it yeah, totally. When I was thinking about Deer and McDonald before, I was oh. also looking up Douglas and Darning. Maybe like oh. there was some... Nothing. I, I know I Douglas. I
1: think Douglas is uh, a type of air airplane manufacturer, I thought. Oh, is that what it is? I did did we talk about this? I, I Not that I remember.
0: That, that's their last names. Susie Douglas, who's the, the elder of the two, right?
1: Yeah. Douglas Aircraft Company... Uh, let's see, founded 1921, Douglas. Douglas merged with Boeing in 19, 1997. So there you go. Hmm. Yeah, I just remember from uh, um, what is that movie? Uh, the Aviator. Uh, they were talking about uh, Douglas, Northrop, and Boeing and whatnot. and yeah. Stuff like that. Well, there you go. But there we go. Uh, I don't know if there's a Dorning, you know, but either way. got a lot of names. He's just throwing them out there.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. I was trying to find a connection where I don't think there is one. Um, So anyway, uh, he's trying to get them to leave. And Susie said quietly, Jane bird dogged him, and I spotted the bulges under his shirt. I think we'll stay, Captain McDonald. If you want to bring charges of insubordination, you can. But I want you to remember that you may be raping the hell out of what could be a really big DEA bust. Their eyes locked. Flint sparked off steel. Susie said, I've flown with you 70, 80 times, Mac. I'm trying to be your friend. McDonald looked at her a moment longer, then nodded. Stay then, but I want both of you back a step toward the cockpit. Um, so but that's going on here that's, I feel that's like what I was it's to a out. little
1: bit of machismo and you know yeah. like a pissing contest going on of, I'm the captain so I'm in charge and I've got to be doing uh-huh. the thing And uh, you women you have to either get out of this situation or at least stand a few steps behind us where this big strong men mm-hmm. can take care of you Right. meanwhile Jane was the only one who was ready to actually throw hot coffee on Eddie uh, when she yeah, thought he totally. was a terrorist
0: oh yes um so, yeah, they're trying to get credit for what's going on. Um, I don't know, being like the papers or something. I don't even know if
1: it's so much about credit. I think it just might be that the captain wants to be in control of the situation. And he's like, this is my plane. This is my thing. I've got to, you know, grab this guy and I got to take him down for myself. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's just he wants to be the one who's
0: like, just you know, got man. his.
1: Exactly. The one who's got his hand on, uh, hand on the wheel. Yeah.
0: <laughs> literally, uh, mm. a minute ago. I guess because, yeah, they had no idea what goes on back there. That's that's the wild thing about being on a plane, you know, as the pilot. It's like, yeah, I'm in charge of this plane. It's like, well, are you really? You're locked in the front.
1: You exactly. The people yeah. who
0: are really in charge are the flight attendants who are dealing with everything mm. all the time, you know? Exactly, yeah.
1: They're, I feel like the flight attendants are definitely the ones who are, I I almost kind of liken it to like nurses and doctors, whereas the nurses are the ones who are most often in contact with the patients, whereas the doctors are the ones doing like, you know, the actual diagnosing of the illnesses and probably getting all the credit, but the nurses are the ones who are doing the majority of the work.
0: That is very, very apt analogy. Good job. Mm. Um, (laughs) Being in the hospital many times myself, Nurses are awesome. I mean, doctors are yeah. great too, but they just aren't there as much,
1: you know. Exactly, like they, they've got to be doing the. They're doing the their level best. Work. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like a dilution of, um, you know, responsibilities. You know, principals exactly. are doing a lot, and teachers, you know, have more kids. I don't know. So, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Susie. So bird dogged. I, I had to look that one up real quick. I mean of course what do you think it means?
1: uh I want to say that it's basically it's like it, it you know being a person who's never actually gone hunting, my first uh, analogy is uh the old Nintendo game duck hunt the that little dog that would like jump up whenever you spotted like the the duck uh-huh. so that <laughs> basically the bird dog uh finds the birds and sort of like runs them out of uh, out of hiding so then the bird goes flying and then you shoot at it
0: yeah yeah and they actually point like this is where Hmm. the pointer dogs come from and stuff so she bird dog them like she spotted them out yeah Um,
1: and like flushed it out of hiding yeah Mm -hmm.
0: um i think my buddy had a bird dog was a what the heck is that english pointer anyway it was very good at fetch Hmm. (laughs) i'm sure (laughs) so
1: I also like that they had this sort of running gag of um, this person who had taken cocaine in more than one occasion, this person who had tooted more than his flute, and then (laughs) McDonald's who had never put anything stronger than an aspirin in his system in his entire life. Uh, He's the, you know, the captain is the one who's like totally in control Mm -hmm. and everything. Level-headed. Also a little bit less in touch with what the the specificity of what it's like to try to flush a kilo of cocaine down a toilet. He's like, he's going to flush it. And he's like, it's not going to go anywhere.
0: (laughs) There's nothing to worry about. Trust me, I've flushed some cocaine in my time. (laughs) Maybe you need to calm down, sir. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, oh my gosh. Uh,
1: Before we go on, um, the captain also is the one who is the most sort of in tune with his instincts that he immediately realizes there's a reason he's in this bathroom. There's a reason he's locked up so it's got to be something fishy going on
0: maybe they are also thinking this could be a bomb or something hmm. uh, maybe not also just possible uh it could be anything um uh because uh, yeah we were talking about the the terrorist attacks that just like happened uh the, the hijacking was like 79 or something yeah I mean. uh, but there was other uh instances as well um so yeah it's fresh in everybody's minds um yeah, They say that in a minute. Um, Oh, Um, so people are still filing out slowly. Uh, He turns to the gate agent, trying to keep people calm. Um, And he says, get some custom agents down here. Um, Three or four armed now. Um, The navigator made his way through the line of passengers, excusing himself with an easy grin and spoke quietly to the gate agent who raised his walkie talkie to his mouth and spoke quietly into it. Did the navigator leave then too? Or did he just talk and then, oh, he comes back, right? Yeah, he, um, <clears throat> I
1: think he comes back in a second. Everybody wants <laughs> to be where the action is, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, and then it, it says the thing about, um, McDonald who had never put anything stronger than aspirin into his system in his entire life and that only rarely turned to deer, his lips were pressed into a thin white line like a scar. As soon as the last of the passengers were off we're breaking that shithouse door open, he said, I don't care if customs is here or not. Do you understand? Roger, Deer said, and watch the tail of the line make its way into first class. On to section 15. Indeed. (laughs) Get my knife. There you go. Go ahead. So, yeah, get my knife,
1: the gunslinger said. It's in my purse. He gestured toward a cracked leather bag lying in the sand. It looked more like a big pack sack than a purse, the kind of thing you expected to see hippies carrying as they made their way along the Appalachian Trail, getting high on nature and maybe a bomber joint every now and then. Except this looked like the real thing, not just a prop for some airhead self-image, something that had done years and years of hard, maybe desperate traveling. Uh, So, yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> so Eddie real So Eddie sees that uh, some of Roland's fingers are gone. Uh, Get it? He said. Cut through the tape. Try not to cut yourself. It's easy to do. You'll have to be careful, but you'll have to move fast just the same. There isn't much time. I don't know that. Eddie said. And he knelt in the sand. None of this was real. That was it. That was the answer. <laughs> as Eddie, as Henry Dean. Uh, the great sage and imminent junkie would have put it. Flip-flop, hippity-hop, off your rocker and over the top. Life's a fiction, the words a lie, so put on some credence and let's get high. None <laughs> of it was real. It was just an extraordinarily vivid nodder, so the best thing to do was just ride low and go with the flow. So Eddie is going back into his <laughs> seesaw of this is real, this is fake, this is real, this is fake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe this. He's still trying to get himself out of it. Exactly. Um, Kevin, I... That little rhyme is fantastic, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, like, just start saying that. <laughs> um, but it reminded me of, um, what's it called? Oh, I thought I looked the rain up. in Spain? Yeah. Oh, there it is. Uh, the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plain there's joy yeah. and also plain, but the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plain. Yeah, pretty Crazy. plain. Something,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, pretty plain. Uh, loony sane. Yeah.
0: So basically, the, the world all will change, and all ways remain the same. But if you're mad or only sane, the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plain. We walk. We'll be, we walk in love, but fly in chains, and the plains in Spain fall mainly in the rain. Um, and this one. It, it just has that one line, uh, life's a fiction and the world's a lie. Like, mm. that, that sounds like parts. Yeah. It does. Definitely, Put on some yeah. credence and some, let's get high. Like, it's kind of the, <laughs> yeah. the same uh, rhyming meter. Um, exactly. I just it's thought a, that was interesting. Very much, yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs>
1: it definitely feels like sort of mirroring of Eddie and Roland kind of going through their states of delirium or just sort of. I mean, I think when Roland was doing that, he was basically uh, dehydrated and on the edge of the desert, and just sort of saying a rhyme just to keep himself going. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, whereas and just Eddie, like now, yeah.
0: Eddie is also extremely desperate at extremely the moment. Desperate. He's like, oh god, oh, everything's just come on. Let's just relax, man. You know, just lay <laughs> low. Ride low. 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 Yeah. <laughs> uh, None of it was real. Okay. sure was a vivid knotter he was reaching for the zipper or maybe it was a velcro strip on the man's purse when he saw it was held together by a crisscross pattern of rawhide thongs some of which had broken and been carefully re reknotted re small enough so that they would still slide through the grommeted cichlids eyelets oh eyelets jeez <laughs> I don't know what the heck cichlids are. Those are fish, right? Oh, uh, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's a cool see. bag. <laughs> a bag with just well, little fish. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> eyelets, of course. <laughs> um, it's a cool bag. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like a, uh, a drawstring at the top.
1: Yeah, kind of. Yeah, where uh, I'm, I'm not sure if it's sort of coming through. So it's got like just this one sort of little like pinched off. Part at the top, or if it's got sort of a line that's uh, sort of almost like shoelaces, but I'm trying to imagine it. Yeah. probably, probably like shoelaces, I would think.
0: Comes together it's sort of like you know Hermione's bag. Mm. <laughs> it's got endless amount of supplies in there. That is true.
1: (laughs) But also, at the very least, we know that it's a little bit bigger than one would consider what uh, a purse is. So there might be room for all the things Roland mentioned in the gunslinger.
0: It's it's got all his ammo in there and stuff. Exactly. Um, Uh,
1: And what we find to be a truly spectacular looking knife. Um, Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, he found the. Yeah, he found. uh, uh, Eddie pulled the drag knot at the top, spread the bag's opening, and found the knife between. Beneath a slightly damp package that was the piece of shirting tied around bullets, just the handle was enough to take his breath away. It was the true mellow gray-white of pure silver, engraved with a series, complex series of patterns that caught the eye, drew it, and- Pain exploded in his ear, roared in his head, and momentarily puffed a red cloud across his vision. He felt he fell clumsily uh, over the open purse, struck the sand, and looked up at the pale man in the cut-down boots. <laughs> this was no nodder. The blue eyes blazing from the dying face were the eyes of all truth. Admire it later, prisoner. For now, just use it.
0: Uh, <laughs> so th- that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> As I was reading that thing, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" So Roland just smacked him in the back of the head.
1: <laughs> exactly. He's given him some uh, some court uh, uh, training. So,
0: do <laughs> you know why he gets a, uh, a red? Uh, sorry, a momentarily puffed a red cloud across his vision.
1: Uh, I want to say like, I don't know, uh, probably like early onset of like a concussion
0: or something
1: (laughs) well basically
0: um so but specifically uh the part of your brain that controls your eyes is in the back the occipital lobe so when you get like you hit the back of your head and you see stars or whatever or this red cloud it's because you just you know jarred (laughs) the vision center of your brain Um, yeah that makes sense yeah that's that's i was like oh he smacked him in the back of the head (laughs) (laughs) good to know (laughs) Yeah. So, so then, the next time you fall and smack your head, you're like, oh, that's why. Hopefully okay. hopefully you don't fall. but Hopefully not. Yeah. Don't, I, don't hit I your don't, head. It's a bad especially idea. Especially in New Jersey. Oh, that's true.
1: <laughs> yeah, there have definitely been times where I've slipped on the ice and fallen on the back
0: of my head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, gosh. Next time, it you're like, oh, that's the red cloud. Ow, my head hurts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway admire it later so the, the knife uh obviously is a uh heirloom of his and i uh, wonder it's what it says. about as,
1: yeah it seems about as old as uh roland's guns as well uh and he pulled the knife out of the scabbard not old more than old more than ancient the blade honed almost to the point of invisibility seemed to be all age caught in metal yeah it looks mm. sharp he said, and his voice wasn't <laughs> steady.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, I like Eddie.
1: <laughs> it's true, yeah, Eddie is very much, we've had this like avatar of like a honorable and uh just man who's going on this quest to find his dark tower. And then we've got Eddie, who's just a guy who got he's caught up a- in some bad stuff. And he's, <laughs> but he's funny and he is- Long you know, for the he's ride, he's comic long, relief. Long yeah. for the ride, yeah. <laughs> But Roland and even Eddie can see the steel that lies deep within within his spine, and knows that there's more to him than his life has been thus far. So Eddie is all potential. So I I, I love that about uh, Eddie so far.
0: <laughs> when did uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy come
1: out? Um, I want to say seventies. Uh, I forget exactly. Let's
0: look it up on the fly. That's a, that's another like you know unseeming. Person, I forget the character's name who just gets picked up as the the earth explodes or whatever.
1: Let's see. So apparently it was originally a 1978 radio broadcast and then uh, the novel was published 79 81 TV series uh, and a 2005 feature film. Hmm.
0: Hmm. That's another famous Douglas, right?
1: And Douglas
0: D- Adams. Susie Douglas Adams. <laughs> True. yeah um, this
1: was uh douglas adams was one of the uh writers of doctor who uh particularly let's see there was one episode called um city of death i think where he goes to paris and there's a lot of time travel and the mona lisa's involved and it all goes all over the place yeah do you think stephen king like doctor who uh possibly i don't know not that i hmm. know of I, I feel like stephen king would have been more of a you know, american entertainment kind of guy. I don't think there's any Doctor Who references, but you know, we mentioned Douglas Adams, so I got to call out uh, Doctor Who. Yeah. yeah,
0: I don't know. Something to think about going forward. Yeah. Anyway, I was just thinking about it because uh what's the character's name in uh, Hitchhiker's Guide? Uh, he, uh his name is played by uh, Martin Freeman. Yeah, exactly.
1: The other girl is named uh, Trish McMillan. The other guy is named Ford. And the main character's name is bah. Oh, God damn it. Just show me some facts about the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh
0: gosh. Just look at things.
1: Arthur Dent.
0: Dent, there Arthur Dent. That's his name. Arthur Dent. Wait, isn't that the name of the guy from Batman? Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent, okay. Yeah. And Bucky Dent hit a home run against the Red Sox for the Yankees. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Richard Dent was a defensive end. Okay, what the heck are we talking about? I'm uh, out of let's dents, get back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got plenty more dents where that came from. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alright, so. Eddie is like, uh, uh, it, uh, yeah, it looks sharp and his voice wasn't. Yeah, saved. it looks sharp. So moving on to section 16, um, the last passengers are filing out onto the jetway. One of them, a lady of some 70 summers with that exquisite look of confusion, which only first time flyers with too many years or too little English seem capable of wearing. Stopped to show Jane Dorning her tickets. How will I ever find my plane to Montreal? She asked, and what about my bags? Do they do my customs here or there? There will be a gate agent at the top of the jetway that can give you all the information you need, ma'am, Jane said. Well, I don't see why you can't give me all that information I need, the old woman said. That jetway thing is still full of people. Move on, please, madam, Captain McDonald said. We have a problem. Well, pardon me for living. The old woman said huffily, I guess I just fell off that hearse. Fell off the hearse. <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. That, that's just a fun little uh, interjection. Fun little comic relief, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a very tense moment. Let's get, uh, you know. Let's toss it in old lady. To, yeah, <laughs> I need to speak to the manager. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh gosh and she strode past them nose tilted like the nose of a dog scenting a fire still some distance away tote bag clutched in one hand ticket folder with so many boarding pass stubs sticking out of it that one might have tempted to believe the lady had come most of the way around the globe changing plans at every stop along the way in the other there's a lady who may never fly delta's big jets again Susie murmured I don't give a fuck if she flies stuff down the front of Superman's jockeys McDonald said she the last um all right so <laughs> so our, our final passenger
1: is definitely the the most memorable memorable of this plane other than Eddie yes. himself of course <laughs> get off the plane
0: lady Jeez, figure it flight out flight. <laughs> uh, but then, then we uh Okay, so the custom agents are now coming down, and they run into the old lady and send all of her papers flying in the air. So now <laughs> she's even angrier. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so the customs agents get to the door, and they're like, no, wait, right? Oh, and she shrilled
1: after them like an angry crow. So another uh, <laughs> reminiscence back to our old friend Zoltan.
0: So I feel like if you were to make you know the TV series or uh, a movie, that would be a good cameo. Ooh, know, yeah, know like this is uh you know tabitha king or something yeah. tabitha- Ding, Judy King. <laughs> True, no no it, would be it, good. It, that it was stephen king's wife it's, that would yeah, be yeah. awesome <laughs> anyway. <I get> it. <laughs> um, oh yes so indeed. these
1: basically the the noose is tightening like the the clock is definitely running out on eddie's time mm-hmm. in the bathroom here uh which i feel like is the kind of the point of all of this sort of outside the bathroom thing that we keep cutting back and forth. of, uh, And then uh, the captain, of course, is going to uh, do his own machismo uh, dick-waving, as they say. Okay, yes. McDonald said, you guys stop right there. Sir, we're federal cus- customs <laughs> officers. That's right, and I requested you, and I'm glad you came so fast. Now, you just stand right there, because this is my plane, and that guy in there is one of my geese. Once he's off the plane and onto the jetway, he's your goose, and you can cook him any <laughs> way you want. He nodded to Dear. I'm going to give the son of a bitch one more chance, and then we're going to break the door in. Okay, by me, Dear said. Uh, McDonald whacked on the bathroom door with the heel, heel of his hand and yelled, Come on out, my friends. I'm done asking. There was no answer. Okay, let's do it. So,
0: and then, oh my gosh. That, that's some major posturing right there. This oh is my blade.
1: <laughs> I'm the one in charge here, and you only are here because I asked you to be, and blah, blah,
0: blah. Definitely some (laughs) puffing of chests going on there. Beating
1: of chests in the the gorilla uh, parlance. Yeah, exactly.
0: Guys, we have guns. Like, oh, geez, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I guess it's kind of brave of McDonald or stupid. Like, because what if it is something worse than drugs? Like, and this guy has like weapons or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it is definitely very much machismo and all that so yes <laughs> anyway
0: so, the, you, you know what should be happening as we uh switch between sections is there's like a little rewind buttons like because like it, it, all this is happening at the same time you know exactly
1: <laughs> um and that's why we have those memorable little lines of well part me the living up. I guess I just exactly. fell off the hearse uh pops back up again uh, so as, as she was saying that Eddie is cutting this knife, uh, uh, using this knife to cut all, all the strapping tape, pa- uh, tape off without trying, while trying not to cut himself open from mm-hmm. this incredibly sharp knife. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you got to figure this tape, which is duct tape is like, uh, very tight to his chest. So like to get behind it, Ooh, is really tough. And you know, this, this knife is not, is probably sh- curved at the top so it has like a, a sharp point like oh man it's going to be very difficult to get um underneath without cutting himself and he fails so <laughs> exactly. a little trickle of blood shit can't be helped now the gunslinger said in his hoarse voice finish the job or does the sight of blood make you sick only when it's my own Eddie he said the tape had started just above his belly the higher he got the harder it got to see he got another three inches or so and almost cut himself again when he heard mcdonald speaking to the customs agent okay you guys stop right there um so he can't see what's going on Um uh, his, his chin's in the way um so the gunslinger takes the knife um and his his left hand <laughs> first he says uh the gunslinger took the knife in his left hand the hand was shaking watching that blade honed to a suicidal sharpness shaking like that made eddie extremely nervous maybe i had better chance it must wait And this is kind of awesome what happens next here (laughs) i love it
1: i I highlighted this whole paragraph yeah
0: (laughs) so um so i'll just like uh eddie is he can't see like this is going all the way up to his neck i'm assuming yeah this would be impossible for me with the beard and the tape oh my gosh it would just be (laughs) i haven't seen the top of my chest in a while beard but uh (laughs) True. My beard isn't really covering my chest,
1: but I could definitely see like, probably, we've got to be up to the sternum and like his collarbones at this point in order for his mm-hmm. chin to be blocking it.
0: Yeah, I'm just imagining how high this tape is being taped. Good lord. Mm. Ugh. But anyway, um, so the gunslinger, which is now being called again because he has to focus and be a gunslinger at this moment um yeah do you want to read this part no after you okay um so the gunslinger stared fixedly at his left hand eddie didn't exactly disbelieve in telepathy but he had never exactly believed in it either nevertheless he felt something now something as real and palpable as heat baking out of an oven after a few seconds he realized what it was the gathering of this strange man's will how the hell can he be dying if i can feel the force of him that strongly the shaking hand began to steady now soon it was barely shivering after no more than 10 seconds it was solid as a rock now the gunslinger said he took a step forward raised the knife and eddie felt something else baking off him a rancid fever are you left-handed eddie asked no the gunslinger said oh jesus and he said and decided he might feel better if he closed his eyes for a moment he heard the harsh whisper of the masking tape parting there the gunslinger said stepping back now pull it off as fast as you can i'll get the back um all right so now they're really knocking on the door oh anyway let's go back (laughs) rewind um pounding on that door yeah well but the gunslinger is um stealing himself and just being like just you need to calm down yeah. right now and focus. And like, it's just amazing to see how he can do that and like shut out the world. It makes me think of, um, <laughs> um, oh, what was the name of that movie? Um, for love of the game. Yes. It's a, it's a baseball the movie. Yeah. Yes. Engage the mechanism. I don't know if I've mentioned that before, but, um, this feels like that. It's like, everything is going on around. There's all, and he's just like, whoo- I need to focus on this right now and he just he shuts out, out the, the uh, exterior uh-huh. sound, yeah so th- there's they can still hear the guy pounding on the door and stuff and he's like i need to focus right now also right here it says masking tape it is what yeah is that is odd, odd.
1: Uh, I, w- odd. I wonder I, if I that was, it was duct uh, tape. a mistake yeah or or i assumed it was that sort of like clear like strapping tape um well
0: like packaging tape packaging tape yeah but yeah, i mean stuff. he's a
1: little inconsistent uh yeah, I doubt yeah, that it's masking fun. tape in order for, like, masking tape you could just pull off with one hand.
0: Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Doo, 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 doo. So, so, well, um, so, basically, yeah. No polite little locks anymore. Uh, passengers are out, and he thought, no more Mr. Nice Guy. Oh, shit. Come on out, my friend, I'm done asking. Yank it! The gunslinger growled. So, now he's just ripping the tape off and uh, he says uh, he's glad he's not hairy chested because that's what i was thinking this whole time like oh my god when he rips this off this is going to be like a 40 year old virgin exactly you know? yeah.
1: <laughs> i feel yeah either of us i'm sure it would have torn off like huge like patches oh, of hair and oh swaths my god lots
0: of hair oh, oh god i would be in so much pain and that would just start bleeding also exactly yeah <laughs> oh man because that's what I'm thinking the whole time. I'm like, okay, even if he gets this off, he now has to explain why he's bleeding and yeah. stuff. And like, why's there's a whole bleeding, bunch of other- Why is he irritated, yeah. Why is there, <laughs> there's going to be clearly red marks all over his chest. I mean, he must have some hair. Yeah. So he's got to, well, he says it does hurt, right? Right. Um, oh,
1: yeah. Um, he looked down and saw a red band of irritated skin about seven inches wide across his sternum. Just above the solar plexus was the place where he had poked himself blood welled into a dimple and ran down to his navel in a scarlet runnel beneath his armpits the bags of dope now dangled like badly tied saddlebags okay the muffled voice behind the bathroom door said to someone else let's d-. eddie lost the rest of it in an unexpected riptide of pain across his back as the gunslinger unceremoniously tore the rest of the girdle from
0: it. <laughs> he didn't even warn him no nope. oh, no yeah it comes like a, like a band
1: you, you just gotta do it yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. right off right off down against the scream oh man mm. put your shirt on so he has so much trouble with his shirt right here and oh, I've yeah. been there so many times I like I need to get tri- why won't this sleeve work good <laughs> inside out uh, it's, it's all backwards and now yeah. that I tried <laughs> to pull it out I pulled it out made it worse now <laughs> the whole thing is upside down <laughs> So uh, yeah, the,
1: uh, and Roland is like, God, how could you be so clumsy?" ran his own fist into the left sleeve of Eddie's shirt to help him get dressed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Figure it out now. Let's do it. Uh, he don't. He got the the buttons right though. Yeah, I was amazed by that because there's definitely been times where I'm going fast. I'm like, ah, jeez, this is wrong. Hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, Roland. Buttons are good.
1: Wait, wipe your shirt. You don't want blood on your uh on it. Uh. No, wipe your gut mm-hmm. uh, to make sure he doesn't have blood on his shirt. Uh, tore yeah, away yet another piece of that shirt. That's got to be about you know very small at this point. It's
0: very small. We're talking yeah, definitely Johnny Depp and Nightmare on Elm Street short. Yeah, barely <laughs> covering the nipples at this point. <laughs> getting closer to like I don't know, fire faucet.
1: It's true. It's it's approaching a uh, one of
0: those like leather, bra. like yeah, like
1: uh, some. It's it basically like sleeves with no shirt anymore at this point.
0: <laughs> uh, the old, kind of like a, a gun uh, holster across the yeah. back. That's what you could repurpose it into. One of those uh, like the you know the private detectives used to wear. Right. Exactly. Your <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so yeah, it ripped oh. off the shirt to to get him to get the bleeding. Well, the bleeding wouldn't stop. I mean, he maybe wiped it, but it's still going to keep bleeding. It's true. Um, also, is this another reference to the wound in the side that we mentioned? Interesting. With, uh, <laughs> well,
1: what did he say? That it was just above the solar plexus was the place. So right, it's right in the middle. So. Yeah, yeah I would I would think that would be like right in like the Xiphoid process, isn't it?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is what that's called. Good job, Kevin. Two points for Kevin. Nice. Uh, It was a two-point question because it starts with an X, right? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good – it's a hell of a Scrabble word.
1: (laughs) True. X-Y-P-H-O-I-D, I want to say.
0: Yep. That's how you spell it.
1: But in any case, so – uh anyway
0: uh so he the then, shirt back
1: on his mm-hmm. chest is still kind of bleeding a little bit but i i guess if a knife in a knife that sharp it would probably heal fairly quickly too right
0: um if you just poked yourself or it would it, or it just went deeper and it's yeah. a much worse wound than we think it is because the more sharp the knife is you're like oh that wasn't so bad and you're like oh actually that was terrible yeah. i now need stitches great yeah.
1: <laughs> i'm imagining like um, a paper cut but probably hurts a lot
0: no i'm thinking he like punctured himself
1: yeah
0: well hopefully he didn't hit his uh uh what's a pneumococcus the uh diaphragm there right potentially get a lung and have a pneumonia or whatever i don't know much more serious situation (laughs) Uh, anyway in any case um,
1: uh eddie then suddenly a better better idea struck him he unbuckled his belt instead uh there's no time for that the gunslinger realized he was trying to scream but and was unable the door's only got one hit left in it i know what i'm doing uh eddie said and hoped he did and stepped back through the doorway between worlds unsnapping his jeans and raking his zipper down as he went after one desperate despairing moment the gunslinger followed him physical and full of hot physical ache at one moment nothing but cool Ka in eddie's head the next yeah. so it's interesting that we've got just that moment of like okay so the first time uh the gunslinger had to point eddie's direction towards the door point eddie's attention towards the door in order for eddie to be able to physically walk through it so then the second time eddie goes through first and then the gunslinger walks through after him so that he is goes so that like Eddie's body is in the world first. So then the gunslinger's mind is going into Eddie's mind. So mm-hmm. yeah. So we've got like they get they're very specific about the order of things, which I like.
0: And I also like um, that he set it up so well in like previous sections of like this is what's going on. Here are the rules. So that now like the action is ramping up. He can just be like Eddie went in. And Roland followed in his mind, Um, the cool, the cool car. Mm I was like, it's great to see that. It's like, because that's going back all the way to like the very first parts of the gunslinger when you're like, who's Kami? And I was like, I Mm -hmm. don't know, (laughs) but now like, I still don't fully get what it means, but like, it's, um, you know, that feeling of enlightenment or whatever, trying to like get to different levels of like, uh, that, I don't know. Yeah, that's just as
1: good of a description as any, I would say. I mean, the, the, they're definitely going to explain more as time goes on.
0: Right. But just the fact that, like, um, Eddie went back, but Roland's in charge. Is that what's going on? Or is this Eddie who's speaking in this n- next part?
1: I think it's still Eddie. Um, so now, Okay.
0: Because so he does kind of joke around a little bit. So <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Roland wouldn't joke around. Um, no. All right. So this is the start of section 18. One more, McDonald said grimly, and Deer nodded. Now that all first of all, this is what I was thinking. Um, how many times do you think you'd have to hit one of those doors on a plane to knock it in? I mean, I, once I mean those are not very strong doors. These are the guys. problem. I feel like the
1: problem is more more than the strength of the door. It's the fact that you can't really uh, get any kind of momentum as you're going in because you just have that yes. narrow little hallway. So basically you have like one foot to kind of like get your shoulder into the door.
0: Yeah, but it's not even like a door. It's like that foldable, like kind of uh, accordion kind of door thing. Well, if it was one of those, sure. Even
1: But I've I've definitely seen ones that are full on doors that you have to kind of open and shut. And a lot of the time they're like sliding doors. So they go Mm. into like a a portion of the hall itself and then unslide. So it really depends yeah. on the type of aircraft. It might
0: be easier just to punch a hole in it. That's how thin yeah. it is, you know? Yeah, uh, likely. Any, anyway, <laughs> they've been having trouble with this door. And finally, they're going to get it going here. Finally, guys. Way to go, dear and McDonald. Hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, now, the two men drove forward and hit the door together. It flew open, a chunk of it hanging for a moment from the lock and then dropping to the floor. And there sat Mr. 38. So the lock is still in. that lock is so strong they actually like broke the they broke the door but the lock is man that is a good lock that is a (laughs) solid lock yeah (laughs) it's a commercial for master locks (laughs) um (laughs) anyway um and there sat mr 3a with his pants around his knees and the tails of his faded paisley shirt concealing barely his jack handle well it sure does look like we caught him in the act captain mcdonald thought wearily only trouble is the act we caught him in wasn't against the law, last I heard. (laughs) Sadly, he could feel the throb in his shoulder where he had hit the door. What, three times, four? Out loud he barked. What in hell's name are you doing in there, mister? Well, I was taking a crap, 3A said, but if all you guys got a bad problem, I guess I could wipe myself in the terminal. And I suppose you didn't hear us, smart guy? Couldn't reach the door. 3A put out his hand to demonstrate, and although the door was now hanging askew against the wall to his left, McDonald could see his point. I Suppose I could have gotten up, but I, like, had a desperate situation on my hands, except it exactly wasn't on my hands if you get my drift. Now, nah, nor did I want it on my hands if you catch my further drift. 3A, 3A smiled a winning, slightly daffy smile, which looked to Captain McDonald approximately as real as a $9 bill. Listening to him, you'd think no one had ever taught him the simple trick of leaning forward. Get up, McDonald said. Um, I'm sorry, I, I just want to stop there real quick. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, cool. uh, what happened here? Uh, so so he, he pretended like he was pooping, right? Pretended like he was pooping.
1: Yeah, just, he's got his pants around his ankles. He's just sort of sitting there like, hey
0: guys, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> what, I... Oh! Did you need to come in? I, I didn't oh, wow. hear you. Yeah. <laughs> I like, was just trying to just trying to poop here. I, I'm deaf. I best. can't hear anything. Did <laughs> I tell you I was a rock star? I stand in front of speakers all the time. Can't hear a thing. <laughs> can't hear. <laughs> True. Um, so.
1: He's, like, talking. He uh, Eddie makes a little joke about, uh, yeah, if you want to just move the ladies back a little. Uh, no, it's outdated, but I'm honest. And yada, yada. Jane blushes and disappears. Uh, disappeared up the runway, followed, closely followed by Susie. So our two flight attendants uh, appear to have left the Oh, uh, they make their exit. Point. That's it. Yeah.
0: A... Well, when uh, yeah. I was looking at Douglas and Dorning, I, I did see some fan fiction. So I, was, oh. I feel like there should be a, uh, like a side story where they become, like, you know, um, detectives, or something, and Kegney and Lacey kind of show. True, they do have their, that
1: kind of vibe. I could see that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> or just you know flying around. I don't know if we've talked about this before, but they could just be flight attendants who are actual um, CIA operatives who are True. just um, put onto these planes to uh, find the bad guys. Basically, mm-hmm. they heard they heard about this first thing, and um, the CIA wanted them. There, there would be a good theme song i don't know douglas and darning we're coming to save the day douglas and darning without warning <laughs> <laughs> yeah there you go uh anyway we'll have to work on it exactly um so they make their way away he he also made what did he say he held up says, his uh, left hand thumb and forefinger roughly half an inch apart was he joking was he saying he had a little dick I don't know yeah it's, it's weird it's like, I've got
1: a lot to be modest about pulled his left hand thumb forefinger roughly half an inch apart uh, yeah I don't know what that means so like, he, said, he
0: said I have a lot to be modest about but then he hold up like it was small so I don't know it's just like <laughs> so Jane just like leaves in confusion that that would be yeah. look of confusion as the subtitle there in parentheses. yeah what? So big or low? okay? I gotta go. What does that even mean? <laughs> you're, you're going to jail. What are you, what are you talking about? Three uh, A, three A, whole three A. We're gonna get look, a kick about this later.
1: <laughs> you don't look modest, Captain McDonald. Thought you look like uh, you look like the cat that just got the cream. That's what you look like. So. I feel like that's a phrase that doesn't really get used so much anymore. Uh, cat that got the cream?
0: Yeah. Is just like, uh, you know, something that's happy that they just... Happy as... Yeah. You know.
1: Sure. According to Cambridge Dictionary, extremely happy or satisfied in a... Or in a very happy or satisfied way. So, yeah, exactly. It's basically, it looks like you just got away with it.
0: Uh, Is there one called, like, the cat that got the canary or something?
1: Yeah. Cat that yeah, got that the just- canary...
0: Yeah, that's the one i've heard of uh
1: same exact thing uh yeah. extremely happy or satisfied uh yeah the cat ate the canary the cat that swallowed the cream uh all similar synonyms with folksy
0: uh like mother goose-ish sort of origin stories it sounds like Ooh. sounds like it could be a good trivia round mm. idioms that are synonyms mm, I like that. <laughs> And just like sort of like drawing the line between the same Like thing. if
1: you have two columns and like which like with two lines, uh, you know these are you know matching related things exactly matching and just drawing the line from one side to the other.
0: Perfect. I'm gonna get working on it. That'll be on Tuesday's trivia and Nick and Liz quiz. Join Point us out. at the w- at the wit's end. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, just so a, little. The, a little plug, a little plug. Yeah, why not? If you live in the Seattle area, come on by. <laughs> Um, Where are we? So the cat
1: just got the cream. So uh, don't get personal, Eddie said. His voice was light and just right. He thought so anyway. But inside, everything was in free fall. He could feel that other, feel him clearly. He was inside his mind, watching him closely, standing steady, meaning to move in if Eddie fucked up. God, it all had to be a dream, didn't it? Didn't it? Stand still. (laughs) So but I love that just yeah. that glimpse into Eddie's mind as he's sort of giving the mm-hmm. all these glib responses and he's just sort of passing everything off with all this, all this bluffing that he's doing. But inside, <laughs> well, he just feels... he's just, he's absolutely in free fall and just like, ah!
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, he, but he's feeling confident because he knows that Roland is there and he, and like, he does have a way of, of getting through this. You, you don't
1: think he's feeling confident? I guess that's true, yeah. Uh, and definitely sort of having that just sort of internal sense of like, you know, this somebody's got my back, so I can uh, just be a little bit more ready to do this insane thing that he's got to do
0: yeah but he he could feel this guy in his mind he's like as long as I got this guy guiding me maybe I'll be okay but really oh my god this has got to be a dream what the hell's going on like he's just going back and forth you See, know. I don't know if it says more about me than Eddie,
1: but to me, I feel like if I had somebody there who I could feel that was ready to just step in and take over, it would be like if I was parallel parking and somebody was watching me, and I'd just be like, give me a second. I can do it. Just don't look at me. <laughs>
0: this is true. Definitely backseat driver kind of uh, vibes going on. Yeah. Shut up. Yes, I know. I'm just, I God, know. i like come too early. All right, let me try it again. Oh, yeah. It's schizophrenia it must be horrible. It's just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> um well okay so he's getting violently uh, roughed up now he, he actually grabbed the back of his pants uh, deer did hmm. um McDo- mcdonald knocked his hand away you know so anyways uh stand still so mcdonald looks into the toilet and he goes no shit he said, and when the, navigator, sorry, when the nav- navigator let out a brave, involuntary laughter, McDonald glared at him. Well, you know how it is, Eddie said. Sometimes you get lucky and it's just a false alarm. I let off a couple of real rippers, though. I mean, we're talking a swamp gas. If you'd lit a match in here three minutes ago, you could have roasted a Thanksgiving turkey, you know? It must have been something I ate before I got on the plane. I got... Get rid of him, McDonald said, and Deer, still holding Eddie by the back of the pants, propelled him out of the plane and into the jetway, where each customs officer took one arm. Hey, Eddie cried. I want my bag, and I want my jacket. We want you to have all your stuff, one of the officers said his breath heavy with the smell of malox and stomach acid puffed against Eddie's face. We're very interested in your stuff. Now let's go, little buddy. Eddie kept telling them to take it easy, mellow out. He could walk just fine, but he thought later the tips of his shoes only touched the floor of the jetway three or four times between the 727's hatch and the exit to the terminal, where three more customs officers and a half dozen airport security cops stood, the customs guys waiting for Eddie. Cops holding back a small crowd that stared him with uneasy, avid interest as he was led away. Hmm. Oh, my gosh. So (laughs) he's still getting taken into custody. They're like, "Ah, something's fishy about this, pal. What? Leave me alone. (laughs) I was just pooping, I swear. I
1: just couldn't reach the door, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. And he's still kind of on heroin at the time, right? Yeah, he's still a little bit high, probably. Or or was was Roland able to like suck the like high out of him? Like, I mean, you're not high anymore. You need to focus, man. (laughs) I don't know if he did
1: anything sort of to magically sober him up, but I feel like at the very least that punch to the back of the head probably did something to knock him out of (laughs) it.
0: Yeah, a good punch to the back of the head will do that. (laughs) (laughs) In some ways. Wow. All right. So, yeah.
1: so that's the ooh, what's going to happen
0: next? So he's going into the, uh, you know, airport jail. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what they mean by the tower. It's like the uh, we're aircraft some... control tower. <laughs> could be. Could be.
1: We're finally out of uh, Eddie's uh, first location that we met him in of that uh, 737, I want to say. Uh, that plane. So now... We're finally taking uh, our first walk into Eddie's world. Uh, from. I think, it was
0: a, I think it was a 727. 727? Okay. Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it would make sense to be a smaller plane if it's only coming from the uh, Virgin Islands, but yeah, um, uh, from NASA. so
0: Let's see. The, the Bahamas, that would be, right?
1: Yeah. Is that?
0: I, I don't know things are. Uh, Corrections. Yeah. we got to get these things right. Hopefully people so. are uh, paying attention to us now. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's the Bahamas. That's the capital of this vessel, right? <laughs> right. Uh, and it's um, landing in La- Kennedy or LaGuardia? Where did they?
1: Uh, I think he said LaGuardia. No? Did, or did he say Kennedy? Yeah,
0: Kennedy Airport.
1: Kennedy, so, okay. Let's see. So I'm going through. Section one is pretty long. Two, more so. Three is pretty short.
0: Uh, let's go one through four, let's say. right, section one through four next week in The Tower. Bum, bum, bum. Um, Which got me thinking, obviously, this is, you know, the Dark Tower series, and we talked about the tower, so I'm like, oh, what does it mean? Or maybe it just doesn't mean anything at all. We'll see. We will see.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, the last sentence is, it had been one fuck of an interesting day, and Eddie didn't think it was over yet. So... (laughs) A great uh, sentence to uh, cliffhang us on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man, that's fantastic. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been another wonderful week, Kev. But, yeah, you can check out any of those old episodes from season one um, on uh, your various podcast suppliers. Um Indeed. podcatchers, you
1: know. as they say sometimes. Or if you're just like, like listening, to, as I do, on Spotify. Or if you've got... Uh, Apple music or Google music or however else you listen to your podcast.
0: Exactly. Um, <laughs> this is just fun. Like I said, a chance to talk to my brother. It's always exactly. great to, to talk to you, bro. Uh, but so until next time, Kev, we'll read uh, sections one through four, uh, but until then long days and pleasant nights. And may you have twice the number. I love your brother. Love you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.